welcome to the Expand Her podcast with myself, Sarah Louise Sutton. I am an intuitive life and business coach, and it is my sole purpose to help you unearth and claim your sole purpose. With myself and special guests, you'll be hearing about all things intuition, guidance, channeling, manifesting, healing, and energetics, and how you can use all of these things to not only create a magical and expanded life, but also to create a successful, heart-centered, purposeful business, doing exactly what your soul came here to do. Thank you so much for being here with me today, and it is from my heart to yours that I am sending you so much love. Hello, welcome back to the Expand Up podcast. And I'm saying welcome back to myself just as much as I'm saying it to you because it's been a while. It's been a few months. It's been a few months. And boy, has it been a few months. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I am still in the UK. So I was meant to go back at the end of August and yeah, I kind of took a break from the podcast that I could really enjoy the time I had left in the UK. Um, And it was episode 50, the last one I recorded. So it felt like a really lovely time just to have a bit of a break. Um, And well, cutting a really long story short, I, I extended that flight a couple of weeks. I then extended the other flight a couple of weeks. And then last week I have made the decision to stay in the UK until after Christmas. So my flight is now in January and it will be my first Christmas here in a few years. So I'm so excited. Uh, Yeah, last year was pretty hard for me being in Bali. Um, over Christmas so I literally can't tell you how good that feels to know that I'll be here this year and I cannot tell you how good it feels to have and it is a big decision to have such a big decision like cleared out of my energy field I'm sure you can 100% relate in some way that when there's a decision that needs to be made and you know there's there's quite a lot of pressure on it. You know, you're catching a flight, you're moving countries again. Um, It's a big decision and it just weighs so much on your energy field and it's quite consuming, even though I didn't realize maybe how consuming it's now I've made this decision to stay put. It feels so good. So, 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 so good. And I have learned a lot throughout this decision. I really have. Uh, about intuition which I'll share in a minute Uh, but I've also learned just so much in the last couple of months I feel like I don't know why being back in the UK has kind of just opened me up to so much more but it really has and I feel like I've had so many amazing downloads coming in, whether for myself, whether for in general, whether for clients. And it just feels like, oh my God, I feel so expanded here, which I can't even believe I'm saying those words because I never associated England with that. I always thought Bali was going to be the more expansive for me. But right now, honestly, it feels like the UK and it feels so good. So, so, so good. So, 
Um, I can't wait to share so much of what's been coming through on this podcast. And I've been sharing little bits on my Instagram and stuff, but I can't wait to actually really get into it a lot more on this podcast. Uh, but in this episode, I'm actually going to be just talking about uh, some things with the decision of staying and what I've learned with intuition and energy flow. Um, and also other kind of lessons and integrations that have happened uh, over the last couple of months for me personally uh, that I think would be good to share. I mean, I don't know about you, but September has felt like a huge realignment process. Like I was actually just saying this with a client uh, this morning, like, September's energy it just felt like so many people were and I think there's a lot of planets in retrograde which might have a lot to do with this but there felt like there were so many realignments happening like things falling away and new kind of things coming in but not quite coming in yet so it kind of has felt for a lot of people like things are falling away and it has felt like the things that are falling away aren't really serving those people anymore, but it doesn't always feel like that in the moment, right? It doesn't feel like we can always see straight away the benefits of things, but when things are realigning, it's like things have to fall away for the new things to then arrive and for that space to come for the new things to arrive. And just energetically, you know, it's a lot more difficult to step into a new different version of you when you still have things that are anchored into the old version of you so it has just really felt like it's alignment process and it feels like it's been a difficult one for a lot of people and I know mine's had its challenges as well and so if you felt like September's been quite a journey for you like you are not alone whatsoever but I do feel uh, and I, yeah, my client and I were speaking about this as well this morning, like the October, it feels like there's been a whole new hit of energy, of just a, a huge resurgence and uh, it feels great. So I feel like it's coming out of that time now, but yeah, September definitely felt quite heavy. Um, and for me, like September was a big a big time of making this decision about whether to stay here in the UK or to go back to Bali. Um, and I had three flights, three flights that I had and uh, moved. So yeah, it was interesting. My intuition the whole time was so strongly against going back to Bali right now. Like the only way I can kind of describe how it felt was that, you know, when you're at school and you have two magnets and you're trying to put like the two norths together or the two souths together and there's that like push of energy, like repelled energy, that's what it felt like with Bali. It felt like, it almost felt like it would have actually been impossible for me to get on the flight. That's how it's felt. And... Although I can feel that kind of intensity with certain things in life, like little things, I don't think I've ever experienced it with a big decision that much and that heavily. And I don't know whether that's because I'm really not meant to go back to Bali right now or because 
intuition gets stronger and stronger, which I deeply believe it does. And I feel like the more we work with our intuition, I feel like, you know, the louder it becomes and the less able we are to ignore it. But I really, I can't even explain how strong it was. It also kind of felt like, as well as it kind of felt repellent, but it almost felt like there wasn't any energy in Bali. Like whenever I've been in the UK and I did come back a couple of times in 2019, I was, there was all this energy in Bali and I was excited to go back to all of this energy. Whereas here, it felt like there's no energy to go back to. It also kind of feels, yes, repellent, but also empty at the same time. And I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I think I'm trying to explain how, how my intuition here was showing up is that there was like no energy to go to. Whereas here in the UK feels super rich right now. And it feels, yeah, super nourishing and grounding. And it just feels like there's more energy here than, than in Bali right now, which I, I don't think I've ever felt in my life before. But that being said, you would think that that would mean I just made a really easy decision <laughs> and that what was there to even question and I would love to say that's what happened, but I, as much as I do this work, I am naturally, maybe not naturally, but I, my whole life before 2017 was all very left-brained. So I have a very active left brain, um, being the critical, like thinking about things kind of side of our brains. And it, it almost felt too easy <laughs> like although at this point I, I feel like I definitely need to point out I also had the word clearly stay come through uh in a meditation and my tarot cards definitely pointed me towards staying so there was a lot of things and information and intuition that was telling me to stay yet it wasn't an easy decision <laughs> like I trusted it was my intuition and at the same time I didn't know whether to actually listen to it is is kind of how I was feeling like I was trying to understand it and couldn't understand it because obviously you can't understand something so magical and something so tuned in to energy to spirit to the universe, to timelines, that you can't actually understand that sort of intelligence with the left brain. But yet I was, and I was really trying. <laughs> and I was really trying to understand almost the logic behind my intuition, which, you know, in hindsight is hilarious and I'm laughing at myself, but at the time it felt really heavy, uh, which is, you know what, another sign that you know things aren't meant to feel heavy and that sort of way and in hindsight I can also feel how much of a decision that was for me and that in itself should have shown that there was something not right with me going back regardless of this energy I was feeling like even just thinking of it as a big decision it shouldn't have felt that way you know like um Abraham Hicks always talk about it's like the path of least resistance. And for me, that wasn't going back. Like when I felt relaxed, when I felt more comfortable was definitely when I was thinking about staying. 
but like I said, it almost felt too easy. I had to try and understand it because God forbid, <laughs> making big decisions is easy. Uh, but you know what it can be. And even actually like my decision to come back to the UK originally was, was really easy for me. Like it didn't, again, it didn't make much sense, uh, logically speaking, but oh my God, like it was just such a yes. And I trusted it and I listened to it and I don't regret it for one millisecond. Um, and so, you know, this, this experience that I had of doubting it has obviously come up and it's, it's, it's made me deepen my trust with my intuition and it's given me a lot. And hopefully it's, it's by me sharing it, it's given you something as well of just maybe even understanding how our left brain works and how our mind really does try to rationalize and understand this world of spirit and energy and intuition. And it can sometimes just be like the biggest hindrance with expanding in this world. Like the amount of times I've, I've really tried to understand concepts intellectually so much instead of just actually trusting what I felt in my body. And I feel like this is just another example of, you know, like the level our brains will go, especially those that have a really strong logical mind like it can be sometimes really exhausting <laughs> like it really can be constantly needing to justify and understand things especially in this world but you know it's just kind of like catching it when you're in that moment like i know for me as soon as i acknowledged what i was actually doing was trying to understand it with my mind versus just actually trusting it, I instantly changed my flight. You know, it was enough. But when I was in it, it was really hard to actually realize what was going on. So yeah, I think just acknowledging <laughs> what the mind does and just also that you cannot and you don't need to understand or justify your intuition not to yourself not to try and persuade yourself it's right or wrong and also not to others you know I'm lucky that um that didn't come into it but I know for clients and people you know friends that's a big thing is when they then feel like you have to then explain your yes or your no to someone else that's involved and it's just like your intuition is enough. You don't have to justify any reasons behind it or find reasons behind it. Like I really feel like now in 2022, just saying like, it's my intuition should be enough. <laughs> and I'm obviously blessed to have many in this space, which that is enough and, and there are no questions asked. But I really feel like as a society, we, we, need, we need to get better at also just being that way regardless of if if your friends or family are into this work like your intuition is enough and it kind of ruins the magic and dampens the magic and makes life so much harder and more complicated when we're trying to approach intuition with with linear analytical thinking because it's literally the opposite and it gets to be so magic and it should be so magic and it should feel so much easier. So that's one of the biggest lessons I have 
had. Um, and, you know, if all else fails with your intuition and you don't really feel that energy or lack of energy or repellent energy, I think a good thing to always remember is if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And, you know, I think that always says a lot about the energy of something without even maybe realizing it. Because when things have a lot of energy towards them, it feels like a hell yes. But when, like, as an example, in my case, where it felt empty and almost repellent, it, it, it wasn't a hell yes, right? It was definitely not a hell yes. And so that should have been just an easy and instant no. But I do really, you know, I feel in awe regularly of just intuition and energy. And like I said, it felt and it does feel so strong and get stronger and stronger the more you use it, it almost feels impossible to ignore it. And what a really cool place to be in that, you know, it feels impossible to ignore what is meant for you, what the energy is doing and what spirit wants you to do. Like, is that not a world that we wanna live in? So, um, yeah, and actually just something else I wanna share. Um, You know, our intuition is leading us to our, higher self i believe that our intuition is guiding us to a higher timeline to that of the path of least resistance and i think it's important to always feel into that there isn't necessarily always a wrong or a right decision like if i'd ignored it and gone to bali i feel like i still would have been fine and i knew that the whole time and it kind of made it worse (laughs) because i felt like i still would have been okay in bali and i think we need to remember this when we are making decisions um that there's not necessarily a wrong or right if you don't pick the highest timeline available to you you're still gonna get beautiful lessons you're still going to be able to expand you know it doesn't mean that you're going to be a light in a life of misery if you pick the wrong path I think we put so much pressure on ourselves I know I very much used to do this and I used to have this feeling of like if I pick the wrong one everything's going to go wrong from here on out versus kind of seeing it that they're all just different timelines that we're jumping on and so the the journey is just going to look a bit different but I feel like we're still going to get the same opportunities and we're still going to have the choice of going where we're meant to go so it's just kind of which path is going to go there and I feel one is going to be slightly easier and less resistance and I feel like one might have um, maybe not so much ease or ease at that moment in time but definitely not a wrong choice definitely not a right choice they're just different And I think it's really important to remember that and anchor into that when you're making decisions and you're choosing whether you listen to intuition or not. So yeah, some big things to think about. (laughs) So another thing I want to share, although this isn't actually a lesson, it's just a practice that I've been loving since being back. And it was really interesting because I used to be an avid journaler when I was here in the UK. And for anyone that remembers um, me when I was in the UK before, I would journal every day. I used to love it. And whilst it stayed part of my practice in Bali, it wasn't a daily thing at all. But so interestingly, the minute I landed, it became my daily practice again, like without any intention necessarily, like it almost just slotted back in, which felt really great. Um... And I started doing the morning pages again. 
I read The Artist's Way um, and I got super inspired again for the morning pages, which if you don't know what the morning pages is, it's a journaling exercise. And well, in a nutshell, you just have to write out three pages <laughs> in your journal every morning. That's literally it. And if you don't know what to write, you just write, I don't know what to write until something comes. It's just such a beautiful practice of getting out anything that's on your mind that you might be kind of harboring. And it also opens you up hugely creatively. And that might be during the actual practice itself, or it might just be after the practice, you've got this new surge of creative energy. But honestly, it's felt so good. And I'm like, why did I ever stop this? <laughs> um, so I couldn't recommend that practice more, truly, especially if you are feeling quite blocked creativity wise. And also the other place I've been really recommending this with clients is if you're in a business or you're uh, yeah, you have a business and you're really in that process of finding your voice in your business and your authenticity in your business and your message and your essence in your business. I feel like this practice is so good for like pulling that out of you. And um, I know it's felt really powerful for the clients that I have kind of shared this with. And I remember when I first did this, this was huge for me and I feel like it's just constantly evolving and expanding more and more of what I wanna share in my essence. So I truly couldn't recommend this practice more for that as well. Bit of a side note, but the other practice I've been really obsessed with is my yoga practice. Um, similar to the journaling, it's like I got back to the UK and that really regular longer yoga practice just kind of slotted back in and I think, this just really shows me how our environment is so linked with our habits because yeah, I've come back and they've instantly just slotted back. Um, I was definitely doing a lot more Pilates in Bali versus yoga. And yeah, although I kind of got back into my yoga like a month before I left, it's just become so much more of an integrated practice again and I've really found my uh, passion for it again which feels so good because I really do feel like I lost that for a while in Bali and I really know that my body feels the best when it's doing yoga I feel like we all our bodies are all different and I feel like we all have a way of moving that feels the best for us and that will not be the same as the person next to you or the people you live with or your partner or what someone's saying to do on Instagram, but you will have a way that your body loves to move. And I know that since being back, my body's feeling the best it's felt in so long. And I'm putting so much of that down to yoga. So I'm loving that very, very, very much. So that was a side note. <laughs> I didn't mean to share that with. So um, another thing I really wanted to speak about was this really beautiful download that I had um, just about space in our lives. And this kind of came up for me because when I got back, obviously I'm used to being on a Bali time zone and also having the distractions of Bali. So just automatically being back, I found myself with a lot more time on my hands 
And although, you know, that obviously sounds like the best thing ever, and I was very, very loving it for a few weeks, it, it also became space that I was filling, as in with, with more sessions or more work. Like I was going out to find things to do not client-wise, but like business-wise, to keep myself occupied in this newfound space that I had where I was no longer living on a tropical island to travel around with all day. Um, And it was really interesting to acknowledge, um, yeah, how I was trying to fill that space. And then one day I was meditating. No, I wasn't. I wasn't meditating. I was in the shower. I love it when downloads come in the shower. And the message just came straight through like what if the space is actually for you and I was like what uh and I sat with that a bit and it felt so powerful in the sense that you know when we get given space and it might be like similar to why I got given more space or let's say like work hours change or um, you don't have as many clients at this certain time. There's many reasons why we get more space all of a sudden. And I think we naturally as human beings and from our conditioning like to fill that space with something else to make ourselves feel busy, to make ourselves feel like we're doing something. But this message was so strong that like we get given space when we need space whether that's because our nervous system needs some space or maybe what's coming to us needs space for the thing to arrive. And there we are trying to keep ourselves busy and do anything other than have space. And again, it kind of like reflects how our mind works again, like similar to what I was saying at the beginning of just like, you know, trying to justify things and actually like, even with things like that, it gets to feel so much more magical. Like what if you've been given this space because you need it for whatever reason and yet you're too busy trying to fill it to actually get what you needed from it. And it just felt like such a big and powerful like download to receive. And I think so many and hopefully you can relate to that in some way of like how you act when you do have space and and time do you automatically try and fill it or do you think that maybe it's for your highest good or do you think that maybe that space is a good thing I think we are so conditioned to instantly try and fill space to keep busy when actually we are given what we need and and space doesn't have to be exempt from that like space is included and it felt a really big thing to receive um yeah and I love it and it's it's still been one of those things that's like kind of been marinating (laughs) I've been thinking about so much since um because yeah I've never thought about it and definitely never received anything about it in that way before so I feel like it was such a beautiful and fresh perspective that I love spirit for offering up (laughs) um you know and I'm I'm normally a big advocate of creating space like I feel very much so when we're calling something in 
we we need to have the space for it um and you know in our physical space in our energetic space in our mental space i feel like space is so important energetically and even just what's in that space let alone having the space so um yeah even even with that in mind i i still feel like this was a really beautiful and different perspective um so the last thing I just wanted to share in this episode that has been really present for me personally uh, over the last couple of months is just this um, way of of moving through emotions. And I did do a podcast about this a few podcasts back. Uh, I think it was like 46 from memory, but that might be wrong, but I will put it in the show notes which one I'm referring to. But just how how we talk to ourselves when we process emotions is so, 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 so important for how we process the emotions and how quickly we move through them and actually process them versus keeping them back or pushing them down or kind of putting a positivity sticker on it. And I'm actually sharing this because I was actually really uh, proud of myself for moving through some emotions um, on a couple of occasions here. And it was just this way of moving through them that feels really integrated now for me. And just how different experience it was to process these emotions in this way compared to how i maybe used to try to process emotions. And I used to be someone that used to, well, I've gone, I've done both kind of phases, to be honest. I went through a process of finding a good outlook on it and and putting a positivity sticker on it. I definitely did that. And maybe more recently, like uh, last year or the year before last, I definitely went through a phase of, of just being in it and staying in it. And what I always used to find was that I would go into a bit of a negative spiral and it would last a few days. You're like, you know, it would kind of like, I'd I'd feel like I was marinating in it a bit and just sitting in it versus actually moving through it. And, you know, this, this last few months, the things that I've been processing have, it hasn't felt like this feeling that I've stayed in, it has literally felt like just passing through. And it's felt so powerful and empowering to hold emotions in that way. And honestly, the process itself is so simple in just, it's it's how you hold yourself and how you speak to yourself when you're feeling it. Like it's so simple in concept, not so simple in making sure you remember that when you're feeling something, but let's say for example you you're feeling some sadness or um grief or frustration whatever it might be for you how we talk to ourselves is actually what determines how we feel in the sense that if you're in that feeling and you're like why am i feeling this way but you're resisting it ultimately. Why am I feeling this way? I don't want to be feeling this way. I need to be feeling better. I'm not going to manifest anything when I feel this way, etc., etc., etc. You're firstly closing down your energy field, closing it off from spirit. You're not opening and allowing these things to move through you. But you're also then almost like applying 
a negative feeling, energy, frequency, to something that was already feeling quite negative. Instead of applying something that has more of a higher energy, higher frequency, like love, like compassion, or if you can't reach those acceptance onto something that wasn't feeling that great. And that is when you then start to create an uphill spiral versus if you're resisting it and judging it negatively and wanting to be or feeling any other way than what you are at the moment, where you're gonna go into a bit of a negative spiral because you're always feeding some sort of frequency. At all times, we're always feeding some frequency. So you're either feeding the negative one or you're feeding a positive one. And it's not saying you can't feel sad or feel the frustration, but how you talk to yourself when you're feeling it is truly the difference between allowing it to pass through you, holding yourself through it, versus kind of ending up in this negative spiral, which will only ever keep spiraling until something pulls you out. And, you know, both, actually I think it was probably about three times that I was moving through things over the last couple of months, it's been, and I can feel the difference in the experience moving through things like this. And how even if something might be painful, it's still really beautiful and how it doesn't mean that you're not worthy of manifesting things or being magnetic. Like, that's all just stories. You can still be magnetic. You can still somewhat feel good when you're moving through emotions that might feel sad or like frustration or like grief. You can still feel and accept yourself in those feelings. And I just feel like this has been such a huge thing for me to integrate. And I know for those that I work with that have been practicing it in this way as well, it's been huge as well for them. And so I know I did a whole episode on on this. Um, I just feel like it's such a big thing, I do just want to mention it again. Because, you know, I'm also the first to admit that when you're in it, it's not the first thing you think of, you know? (laughs) When you're feeling frustration, coming back to love and compassion for yourself is definitely not the first thing that comes to your mind to do. Like, we get caught up in it, we really do. And, you know, when we feel sad, we see everything through sad tinted glasses. When we feel angry, we feel we see everything through angry tinted glasses. Like the vibration, the energy that we're at dictates everything that we see and feel and think about ourselves. So to catch yourself in the moment and be like, whoa, 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 this is where I need to apply some self-compassion, some self-love, some acceptance of how I feel rather than trying to reject it and resist it. Honestly, it makes the biggest, biggest difference. And I think just that level of self-love for yourself, whatever you're feeling, and that trust in yourself as well to hold whatever you're feeling, I just feel like it's so empowering. And you know, 
we offer the same feelings to others, right? If if someone you love, we say this to clients, you've got to imagine yourself like you are your own little baby sister that you have nothing but love for. Like, how would you talk to her if she was feeling frustrated, right? You would hold her. You'd be like, it's okay to feel this right now. You know, like you would love on her. And so it's just asking yourself to, to talk to yourself the same way you would a friend or a baby little sister or someone that you love so deeply. And like, that's how we should be able to talk to ourselves. But we tend to give ourselves more hate, more judgment and no leeway compared to anyone else in our life. And so, you know, it's just, I find it so empowering to start to talk to yourself in the same way you would that person that you love dearly. And that is in essence all that you are doing. But by doing that, you are allowing yourself actually to process and allow these energies and emotions to move through you. And you are feeding yourself coming out of it, feeling good, feeling free, feeling actual joy, actual happiness, not just saying that you're happy and okay, but actually feeling it. And honestly, like this is, this is where the magic of energy work is. I really feel that. Um, and although this doesn't feel like energy work because it's actually just how you're talking to yourself and holding yourself through something, it also very much is energy work. It is very much energetic and it is very much emotional work as well. So yeah, I, I really wanted to share that again. But I will put in the show notes the episode that you can listen to, to more about that on um, because I'm not sure it is <laughs> episode 46 now I think about it. Um, so yeah, that's everything I wanted to share in this episode. There is so much that's been coming through for me. I feel like my my channel and my downloads have just got so much bigger since being back here. And I can't wait to share some of the things that have been coming through. Um, but I feel like I want to share them in, in their own episodes uh, rather than this kind of first one back. Feels like the first day at school. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a bit of a summary of the things that I've personally been going through over the last couple of months and hopefully um you know even if this helps just one person listening then that brings me so much joy so um I would be so honored for um any reviews that you're able to leave on Spotify or on iTunes if you've enjoyed this podcast anyway um, and yeah, if you did enjoy it, I would also be so honored if you could share it with someone else that you feel would also benefit and enjoy this episode. Um, I'm truly, truly so grateful for any shares, any support, any reviews. It honestly helps me so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and just for listening. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and I hope to have you back here so soon. If you've got any questions about this episode or this podcast or anything I talk about, please feel free to just DM me, um, and ask away, um, or send me an email, either or. And yeah, I hope you have the most beautiful day. And from the bottom of my heart, I'm sending you so much love. <laughs>